John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Now let's get on to the Roosters v the Raiders. Raiders getting the job done. Late fight back from the Roosters, but Raiders getting the job done. Uh, the big thing that stuck out to me was Jackie Whiten. Best he's looked all year, by a mile. Aggressive, running the ball, um, in your face. You know, really playing with a purpose, um, not playing passively. 20 runs for 138 metres at six. Uh, four tackle breaks. Three offloads, 19 tackles. Like, that's the Jackie Whiten we know. Just going at you every part, every minute of every of the game, he is at you. And that's what he did on the weekend. I thought he was fantastic. What'd you, Timmy, what do you think about the Raiders? Yeah, they're such a interesting side, the Raiders. Like, Guru mentioned their for and against before and, and how poor it was this season. And <clears throat> we ran out to, what, a 16-0 lead, whatever it was in this one, and, and all things were going merry. He's like... It's going to be close. You know it's going to be close. Mm. So you can look at it from two different perspectives. We had a really good win against the Sydney Roosters away from home. Great result. <clears throat> but <laughs> they've been so gritty as well mm. because we are something that we haven't done for a number of years. We're closing out these tight games. We're finishing off. But, geez, we need to learn to put the foot to the throat a little bit because when we do get out to these leads, every single week we'll let teams back into it. Mm. So when it went to 16-0 and all things were going well, we needed to make that 30. Start clawing some of that for and against bat because winning by two in all these weeks, when it comes to for and against, that could cost us a top eight spot at the end of come finals time. So. Yeah. But look, great win. I will say you lost probably 10 minutes in. Yep. Like, that's a fucking huge loss, mm. huge loss. Um, but you're right in regards to like, there's so many opportunities for you guys to just blow teams off the park and just somehow, some way, they just creep back into the game. Just having a look through their number, and this is completely off the dome. Sit there and do the maths yourself. But from round five onwards, you haven't won a game by more than 10, mm. and you haven't lost a game by less than 20. <clears throat> Fuck. Like you are – you being uncomfortable for you guys is in a blanket with a hot cup of tea. You just love it. Yeah, so, and, and that – sorry, Addy. Uh, so I was just going to say, Jack Cronin <laughs> tweeted last night, um, so I'm sure it's legit, but – the Canberra Raiders have led 18 nearly three games so far this year. The final result in all those games, 31 to 30, 19 to 18, 20 to 18. Shout out Jack Cronin, one of the greats. One of the greats. So it's super concerning, but also I was like, well, as you mentioned, because we're in a fight every single game, hopefully we do make the top eight when we get to finals time. So we should be stealing. Yeah, prepared. <laughs> yeah, prepared for it. Um, Bit of a random question, boys. But does Queensland like give a guy like Corey Hallsborough a crack on the the bench just to like get experience in game three, or do they just go foot on the throat stuff? I think they'll go foot on the throat stuff. Mm. Personally, what would you do <clears throat> if I was you? <laughs> my life would be very different. I, I don't think I would. I think that, and that's where I'm really torn with New South Wales. Do we just throw a heap of debut jerseys out there to guys? I think that Queensland will reward the guys that have been there and done the job, and I think they'll they'll want that whitewash. For sure. Yeah, I love the idea of, you know, giving someone like Big Red a crack and just a game there for experience, a bloke who's every chance at being a big part of this side for many years to come. 
but you couldn't drop anyone. Mm. You couldn't drop anyone to it's say, tough, look, you've been tremendous, but we're gonna, just going to give Big Red some experience. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Big Red would be <coughs> filthy if they debuted him in this game. I think he'd want to earn it properly. Yeah. Fair, fair. Um, but, yeah, Big Red, what a season. I, again, another player where you go, are they going to feel the potential? couple injuries, you know, they, they were on the radar for a bit. And sometimes, well, a lot of the time they fall off the radar and they never get back on it. But, geez, he's worked hard to get back on the radar. I loved seeing him. And I, I didn't see him at all during camp or anything. But I thought that at the end of game two, when they were all standing there in a huddle, he was out on the field. And I know all players would have looked the same. But he had the tracksuit. He had the scarf. He had the hat. It looked like he'd just been drafted by the Maroons and was fucking <laughs> stoked. No. I, he was just so happy to be there. He just loves footy, Corey. Yeah. Ultra. Yeah. I, I'm just so happy for him. He was outstanding. He bloody 69 minutes. <laughs> he had 18 runs, 145 metres, 52 post-contact, four tackle breaks, and he made 50 tackles with only one miss. And you have a look at – I'm just going to get the exact number here so I don't get it wrong, but he, he had two stints last night. Uh, he came on in the second stint for four minutes and 22 seconds and had to get taken from the field for cramps because he was just going too hard. Yeah. It's uh, – Talk about a bloke just ripping in so hard he doesn't know his own body. Doesn't know his own body. You know, I love as well with him. Like, I feel like oh, I watched him last year. He's always had this unbelievable offload, but I feel like the last few years he's struggled to pick his moments. And I watch him now, and there's sometimes I see the arm come out and I go, oh, this isn't the one, this isn't the one. He just always gets it right. Yeah. Yeah. He's playing such good footy. Like, the vast majority of offloads he's got wrong this year, I sit there and go, the hooker wasn't paying attention. They weren't ready for it. Yeah. Yep. Thought so um, Jamal Fogarty's kicking game. Oh, mate. He, like, just all of a sudden learnt to do the Birdo bomb. Yeah. It was enormous. Yeah, it was. But short kicking game in particular, his bombs were incredible. But that's a few, two, three weeks in a row where his kicking has just been top notch and also takes so much pressure off Jack White not to have to worry about that sort of shit. Yeah. Like, that's why he's in that side. And what's good about their halves partnership uh, and Jared Croker. The croaks. Turn about the clock, bit school and Joey Mardu one on one for the Hapawadi try. So he does it, baby. Too fleet footed. The old Mate, the old Wiley. He's still got it. He's still got it, Croaks. Mm. Um yeah, look, it's a it's a great win for for the Raiders. Just again showing their grit. I love the progression of Jamal Fogarty this year. Just getting better and better each week. And I honestly reckon it was it's all started with that field goal against the Dolphins. Where he's just getting confident in himself that he he genuinely can impact games. Like he doesn't just have to be oh, I just, you know, get the ball to Jackie and that's my job. I don't do anything else. It's like, no, mate, you've got a lot to offer. You've got a lot to offer. And I think we're starting to see that. Um, you know, like J- Jamal Fogarty at the start of the season, he's not going for all those kicks. He's just going real cookie cutter into the corner. That's my job. Now he's going, I think I've got a skill set to actually do some damage here and we're seeing it. Uh, anyone else stand out for you guys with the... I just thought it was a good knock considering Josh Papalee went down the 10th minute. Um, they had Nick Kotrick who played three minutes. So big minutes for a lot of key guys there. Uh, against the Roosters side who might not be going that well, but there's a lot of quality players on the other on that other side of the field that they handled very well, I thought. Now onto the Roosters. Uh, uh, Tupanua out for the season. Oh, wow. shit. Fuck. Jeez, he's, needs, been, uh, he's yeah, been so unlucky. Needs neck surgery. So likely Next up for surgery. Yeah. He's had a tough run, hasn't he? Fuck, he's been unlucky. Um, Roosters. Look, we're just repeating ourselves, I'm being honest. Yeah, not much to add. Like, 
this team is so much better than what it's playing. Um, Teddy, unfortunately, just it's just been a really frustrating year for him. Uh, look, to be fair, he is backing up from Origin, um, but I just, I don't know. It, it's unfair because he's had what four, four of the best years you nearly could ever have. And I think we're just starting to see that maybe catch up with him a little bit. You know, he is human. He can only do this for so long. I back him definitely to find his form again. But I think this year he just just doesn't look... He looks a step slower, a little bit not as strong in in contact. Decision-making, you know, not as clear. So, as I said, he's an absolute champion of the game and one of the best fullbacks ever. Uh, But this year he's been, unfortunately, pretty poor for him. So hard to put your finger on what's changed here. Mm. Like I... You know, we, we, we often say that we, we don't like when Joey Manu plays 5-8 because he just doesn't pass the ball and it's not effective for the side. Like, Teddy's looking more and more like Manu the more I watch. It's just just looking like he's not fitting into the teams that he's in. There was, it was a play that really summed it up for me last night where he jumped into dummy half. It was last tackle. Sandon Smith, who I'll talk about in a minute. I love the look of him. He was down the right edge. He's your halfback. And Teddy threw the ball to him and sort of demanded to get it back off him straight away and then grub it for himself through the markers and it was just it's just such a bizarre play to go for in that moment and you know it's hard to criticize teddy because it's you know it's not like he's hiding away from the football he's trying to get involved he's trying to make a difference consistently but i just feel like he's i, I don't know how to word it but it's almost <coughs> like he's getting in the way sometimes mm. it's tough yeah because so the thing that stood out for me is just how quickly his ball playing has fallen off a cliff. Like, mm. he's still dangerous when he runs and has good involvements there. But his ball playing looks so off pace and the timing of everything. Because he's injecting himself so much and seemingly doesn't know when and where to do it at the right time, which is, seems crazy, but this season that's what it's looked like. Is it almost like, do you think he, he looks a yard off pace and when he's doing those sweeping movements out the back because he's not gassed, but lethargic or tired, because yeah. I, I, I'm with you, I'm, I don't really know what's changed between now and last year when he was tremendous last year. Something's off, but to, it's all just the ball playing to me. There's three V2s. They're, they're never happening for him. Could you, could you quickly just check how many tries he's had this year and maybe compare it to like the last couple of years or whatever? Um, yeah. Just, just give an example from the weekend. He had 34 touches of the football. How many passes do he had? Four? Yeah, eight. Eight. Wow. Okay, I, I don't have other fullbacks in front of me, but I'd love to stack that up to others because it just... But Teddy also weirdly like jumps in at first receiver all the time and will just tip onto a forward as well. Yeah. Like, so they're not... It's not like they are sweeping passes to yeah. a winner. I, I, mean, I agree with you boys in regards to like, we know he can do it. We've seen him mm. be mad at three on two. So much so that there was, you know, a, a couple of years ago it was like, he was almost playing six for the Roosters when they had that massive injury fucking um, toll. What do you got there? So he's had five tri-assists this year. Wow. Yeah. Last year he had 12 and the year before he had 22. <laughs> now, obviously, it's half the games, but yeah. But like, wow. You, you, we keep – Reese Walsh. We keep dropping the name Reese Walsh, but very different stages of their career. But Reese Walsh, if you like every single attacking set Brisbane have in the opposition's half – Reese Walsh finds himself in a 3v3 or a 3-on-2 situation sweeping. Like, all right, they're on here. Well, Scotty Drinkwater. Scotty Drinkwater. Yeah. 
It never happens. With the, the Roosters just seem like they're going through the motions, right? These are our plays. We'll go through them. Even if they're not working, there's no plan B. Mm. If plan A doesn't work, so like where do we go from here? Very, very strange. Just to give you some numbers, uh, Scott Drinkwater on the weekend, 40 receipts, 22 passes. Reese Walsh, the other guy we spoke about, 35 receipts, 19 passes. So mm. so it is, it's definitely a thing. It's oh, definitely a thing. Yeah. There's no doubting that whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. He'll bounce back. He'll bounce back. Because, um, like, yeah. He'll be right. He'll come yeah. good, Teddy. I think, I think he will. Um, Hargreaves worked his ass off. Lindsay Collins, try-scoring machine. Um, I thought Victor Adley was pretty good, to be honest. Like, I just thought that he, he simplified his game to a degree. Um, I like some of his carries. Got pushed to the edge at one point, which is you know very out of position for him, but seemingly handled that okay. Yeah, I, 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 I thought it was an okay for a return game. I thought it was okay. Got through a bunch of work. And Did he get put on report, or am I imagining that? Yes, was that the knee thing? Yeah, I, I, I don't think I think, yeah, an accidental knee. Yeah, and someone was falling yeah, into tackles. No, I don't think okay. so. Sweet. Um, yeah, but outside of that, it just seems like a club that is really, really struggling entirely on the field, off the field. Doesn't seem like a place it's clicking. You know who was really good at centre? That centre they've got, Manu. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, the best centre in the world. He looked great there and just allowed him to pick and choose his moments a little bit better. Um, then, you know, it, it, even on the last play of the game where, yeah, he came up with a flick pass that went over the sideline, but just <coughs> when the Roosters got the ball and just went zing, zing and hit him, like it looked dangerous. Well, he, was it Al, who was the centre, Albert Hoppawati, that nearly tripped over his own feet? Like he literally <laughs> so, yeah. nearly made him trip over. Trip mm. over. Yeah, and this halfback, I really like the look of him, <coughs> Kempi. I... Sandy <laughs> Smith. They put him to hooker when Jake Turpin went off the field and the ball that he threw to Lindsay Collins was magic. Oh, yeah. I really – he came up with an offload later in the game that um, Teddy could have swallowed. He dropped it. That could have turned into something. I I like the look of the Roosters when he's in control. It Maybe just, it's just because it's different. I don't know, but I like the look well, He's of bringing him. energy. Yeah. You know, he's just fucking getting in there and just trying shit. There's even a moment where he came with his left foot and he threw it down and he got absolutely jammed, but it just – it was just something different. Mm. He's trying things. He, he, he reminds me a little bit uh, of Dearden in regards to like, you can't really pinpoint like, is there this crazy flash where like a Sam Walker where you see it, but he's just ripping in. He's just trying to make things happen. You can tell by the way he ball plays, some of the kicks he put in, just the way he carries himself. He backs himself as yeah. well. He's confident yeah. in his own ability. Um, I'm not saying he plays like Dearden, guys. I'm more talking about just the energy that he brings yeah. to a team. And you can see that as well. It's the energy that he brings. What I said last week, I just, I'd be keeping him at halfback for now. It shit me when they moved him to hook up, but he did pretty well there, to mm. be fair. Radley was put on report, but... There were charges from the other two games and none from this game, so I don't think he got... Yeah, it was charged. a falling knee. It wasn't, wasn't anything. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that is it. Let's get to our tips, boys, and get the fuck out of here. Granola <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sharks paying a dollar twelve. Saint George Dragons paying six dollars fifty. Oh, I'll just get on that to get they, on. Uh, it. They have actually drifted since then, which is remarkable. I thought after the Ben Hunt news they'd come in, but they're at six seventy now. Mate, Yeesh. just chuck a tenner on her. Like. You can't go wrong with a tenner on it, surely. Yeah, I'll keep my Chris McKenna and I'll take the Sharks. <laughs> I mean, I'll be taking the Sharks, but yeah. I'll be chucking a tenner on just... Sharkies. To... Yeah, Sharks. Sharkies. Uh, 6.70. Oh, my God. That's crazy when you think that like they're actually not even missing any players. Wild. Yeah. Um, Warriors v. the Rabbitohs. 
I'm going to take the Waz over there. Warriors paying $1.80, Rabbitohs, two bucks. It's going to be a corker of a game, but yeah, I'm on the Waz. I tip South against Penrith and Storm, but I'm going to go Warriors as well. <sighs> Whoa. Holy. Yeah, five-day turnaround, not in good form over no there. No faith. Wow. No faith. Wow. No loyalty. Um, I'm going uh, the Warriors. Melbourne Storm paying $1.85. Penrith Panthers paying $1.95. Uh, I'm going to take Penrith. He's shaping. It's a great round of footy already. Panthers. Melbourne. Storm. Raiders v the Titans. Raiders $1.65. Titans $2.25. Uh, I'm going to take the Titans. I think uh, I think the Raiders... Uh, I think last last night we've taken a lot out of the tank for them. Raiders. I'm going Titans as well. Raiders because it's at home and Gold Coast people don't like the cold. Um... <laughs> North Queensland Cowboys $1.20 Tigers four fifty. Cows 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 But it's crazy that Tigers Put 66 on them a few weeks ago But cows Yeah <laughs> And they're 460 they're four, <laughs> 450 It's uh, Might be a bit of value there Might be a little bit of value Fresh off the buy Fresh off the buy Oh actually sorry They're missing up here in Luke Brooks I apologise <laughs> That's not a value There's no value there guys <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going Cowboys Broncos v the Dolphins Broncos paying a dollar twenty Dolphins four fifty. I do think there's value there. And this isn't at Suncorp. This is at the Gabba. The yeah. Gabba, how good? Yeah, lit. Wayne Bennett, old old club. I'm I'm picking Broncos, but four fifty. Yeah, I think Brisbane will bounce back. Brisbane. I don't hate the value. I'm going Brisbane, but I'm with you. I don't hate the value. It's just Wayne Bennett, yeah. mate. He had the worst. Origin side ever mm. and beat New South Wales. Like, like we know about your worst origin side ever. <laughs> <laughs> Doggies paying two fifteen. Knights a dollar seventy one. Yuck. Oh. <laughs> Newcastle. Um. Shit. Newcastle. Knights. Oh, but uh, Knights. Manly two fifteen, Sydney Roosters dollar seventy one. Oh God, um, I'm gonna now that they're playing Garrick at fullback, I'll take Manly in this one. Manly, I'm gonna take Roosters. Yeah, I'm going Roosters. I'm going Roosters. Uh, obviously brought to you by Sportsbet, the best in the business. Make sure to gamble responsibly. You win some, but you lose more. Beers and breakies of evens three p.m. on Wednesday. As usual, I'll go and fuck myself. Thank you. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.